anytime, anywhere. That's all. Balls, two strikes. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Welcome to the Drake Toll Show. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Drake Toll Show sans Drake for just a couple of minutes. He's running behind because he was at the all-important Dave Aranda weekly press conference, which did go on as scheduled. I think a lot of people were thinking maybe this wouldn't be the same media schedule, but we had to keep Dave Aranda around for the unveiling of the Blue Bonnet battle this morning, followed by his very own weekly press conference. Drake is there. He'll be back second segments. For now, you're stuck with me, Cam Stewart, and of course, Aaron Sexton running the mothership. No one in here to to (laughs) deny you of that, Aaron. No one there to block you from that. On this Monday afternoon just barely afternoon and we're going to talk a lot of Baylor here in this first hour we are going to get to the Cowboys big win for the Cowboys yesterday Aaron but we were all expecting that okay 89-17 aggregate score against the Giants this year we're all expecting that so we're going to get to that a little bit later in the show but first talking Baylor and kind of what I just mentioned is how we're going to start Dave Aranda still the head coach of the Baylor Bears a 59-25 thrashing in Manhattan, Kansas, on Saturday at the hands of the Kansas State Wildcats. And it's one of those things, Aaron, I described as very embarrassing, but not surprising. I think people thought those could be mutually exclusive. I don't think that, I think they can both exist. Do you agree with that? That something can be embarrassing, but also not surprising? Absolutely. That's exactly what it was. I, I was talking with a good friend of mine who's also a big Baylor fan before the game, and I said, this is like pre- Guy who shall not be named, but won a couple of conference championships. Yeah. The coaches before him, especially yeah. Steele, where you knew going into the game, they had very little chance of winning. It would take a perfect game and still take K-State having a terrible game and like turning the ball over three times for them to even have a chance to win. And I cannot believe I'm saying that in year four of Dave Aranda's yeah. tenure. Especially after so much belief in. Especially after year two. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. want – and I still do. I don't know the, how much hope you can still hold out, but I want it to be Coach Aranda. I really do. I think we all do. I just don't think. At this point, we call it an experiment, the Aranda experiment. It, Wanted it to work. It's bad. It's bad. It's, it, and it, it almost looked good for a second there. K-State goes right down the field and scores. <laughs> okay, obviously. But then Baylor scores without even having a third down, scores a touchdown on the first drive. And you're like, huh, could this at least be, I don't know, exciting? It wasn't. It wasn't. They promptly fell down 21-7, probably about three minutes after that touchdown. Uh, they K-State went down the field again, and then Baylor gets a strip sack, stru- scoop and score 
um, for Kansas State. 21-7, they don't look back. Uh, final is 59-25 with Baylor scoring in the final minute of things. And yes, I do think you can be embarrassed while also not surprised. The example I use is, look, my parents can still be embarrassed of me, but I went to, <laughs> but I went to school to get a communications degree, so how surprised can they be, right? So I think that's where we're at. know you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we're at with Baylor football, though. Like, of course, we're looking at every game as a loss, but it it can get worse. It's that meme of our expectations were low, but holy, right? Like, that's that's what this is now. And you go into two more games left in the season. Obviously, nothing to play for. You're out of bowl contention at 3-7. and seven. Uh, you've got two teams that, A, TCU this weekend could still go to a bowl game, and West Virginia, I th- think, is still at five losses, so they're still, they're still playing for it. And, and you have nothing. And you've shown an effort most of the season that looks like you've had nothing to play for. It makes me think of how bad the effort is going to be these next two weeks. But who knows? Maybe they play Tug of War this week. Maybe they play Candyland. Maybe they play Twister, Monopoly. Jenga, and it all turns around, and Dave was thinking, damn, man, we should have been playing Jenga all along, or they read a good children's book. I don't know. This was, this was just terrible this weekend, Heron. I, I thought it was going to be a blowout. It was, and it's still pretty bad. So that said, the big news out of Texas this weekend, Jimbo Fisher gone at A&M. 76 million bucks in your pocket. Don't let it hit you on the way out. Well, when Aggies do it, they do it big, don't they? They do, and they're not afraid. They're not afraid to pull that ripcord and say, we're done. We're done. That's coming off a win, right? They yeah, you know what? State, you do have funny. I mean, obviously, that doesn't excuse all of what's happened in his tenure, but funny to come off a win. And you do have to give them credit because they see what everyone else has seen for a while, yeah. that yeah. that program's not going anywhere with Jimbo even after he had the highest-rated recruiting class ever, and they, even though it's going to cost them over $70 million, they were like, we'll find a way to pay it. We have to go a new direction. How did this fail? How did this fail? It's not, like, I, he's I know overrated as a coach. He in won the his SEC national West. championship with, with one of the best college quarterbacks of all time. The same, you know, when he had Jameis Winston. It yep, was yep. very close to what happened at Auburn with Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, and pretty Gene mediocre Chizik's coach. Yes, coach. Yeah, Gene Chizik gets led to a national title by one of the all-time great college it's just quarterbacks. Just luck into a national Absolutely. championship. I'm just so I I know they're in the SEC West. Like A and M was never going to be a consistent power in that division, sure. But did they, I mean, they made one BCS bowl game, um, and that was not a 10-win season because it was 2020. They made the Orange Bowl. They won the Orange Bowl. That was it. With all these resources and all, like you said, these great recruiting classes, this was such a coup for A and M when they hired this guy. Everyone was thinking, "What the hell is Jimbo Fisher doing?" He's at Florida State, like you mentioned, had the Heisman Trophy winner, the national championship, and is at one of the top—I don't know—five or ten jobs in the country. Especially at the time, it's like Clemson had started winning. They were not the power they would turn out to be a few years later. Like, that is a conference at Florida State. You could and probably should be in the running for slash winning year in, year out. And it was still top-heavy, like, as even with Clemson getting good and being a playoff team every year, there was nobody after that. And Jimbo was going to get a good paycheck from them, too. So it was surprising to see him go to A&M. And, I mean, talk about coaching yourself out of a career. 
who knows? I mean, it could have gone side. The, the point is, it could have gone sideways at Florida State, but how sideways would it have gone? The way Florida State was in the time that he wasn't there? Probably not. I mean, going sideways, probably the way that Clemson is going sideways right now and ba- barely being over 500, still winning eight games, you know? But at A&M, that looks terrible because you're just getting, it's like the Cowboys. You can beat up on all these little teams, these Mississippi States of the world, and then you get pounded each year by LSU and Alabama, and you're you're just never nationally relevant after week three or four of the season. The most nationally relevant you are at A&M under Jimbo Fisher is in the preseason AP poll. And after that, you are a disappointment. And so all that to say, A&M cuts bait with him, and that's another job that is at this point, pretty far ahead of Baylor in the pecking order in terms of if you're, if you're a young head coach and what you're going to go for. That is open, and it's Michigan State, and it's A&M, and soon to probably be Arkansas, all jobs that are better than Baylor that are now open. And Baylor's sitting on their hands. They're standing pat because we need Dave Aranda, the, the current head coach, to be in the Zoom meeting to unveil the Blue Bonnet battle. That's what we need him for. Which he was. He was there. He did a hell of a job speaking on behalf of the Blue Bonnet battle. He was excited to talk about it, too. It, it's, it is funny that, like, he was just like, yeah, Blue Bonnets are here, man. That's 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 pretty cool. He's like, yeah, these two teams play each other a lot. Whereas Sonny Dykes has been, like, born into as much Texas correct. football as possible. Correct. And he's like, yeah, I can remember when that coach died on the sideline 50 years ago and and what exactly this rivalry means. Can we also, my favorite part of the A&M thing, by the way, thanks for opening the show. I'll put this out here. It's probably going to be like this the next couple weeks. I'm expecting a monumental Monday press conference that I probably can't miss. Today was a, I'm going to show up and just see what happens. Were you surprised when the email came out of a regularly scheduled media week this week? I wasn't surprised. I don't know um, if you can be at this point. Then when Eric Kelly tweeted it out, that's when I started to realize, oh, are we are we so deep in the weeds now that we're waiting on the media with the week <laughs> where it's, hey, guys. That's our flight tracker right now. No Monday press conference. Yeah. My favorite part of the A&M thing, I'm glad you opened with that, is at halftime, while Jimbo is in the locker room with his team, a game they won 51-10, to 10, by, by the, the way, way. Mississippi State's open now, too, right? Correct. They both fired their coaches. Yeah. One team <laughs> won 51-10. to 10. That was how bad the game was, the other allegedly. Team lost. When they're in the locker room, they do a halftime presentation where the Aggie Club has donated $112 million to Texas A&M. And the consensus, it's true, because A&M said that, Ross Bjork said, it's the Aggie Club's donation that's helping us fire the coach. For sure. So they've they've tried to push back on it, but During a ball game, they bring out the big check. (laughs) <laughs> to fire the coach who's in the locker room with the team. That's beautiful. And Ross Bjork decided in the midweek he was going to do it. Yeah, right. As, after meme- that, as memeable as they've been, that is that is a football. That's sport. a great one after the, the check was presented. Um, with the Blue Bonnet battle, and this is where 254-662-1660, we want to get you involved. I, a couple, you, you're going to do this now. You're not going to save it for its own Oh, segment. brother, this is going to be... Uh, open the Pandora's box This is going to be... Welcome to a day in Baylor history. This is fun. Welcome <laughs> to a day in Baylor history. Aranda had some likable, quotable moments from his press conference today. This was Naturally. my... This was probably my favorite Dave Aranda press conference I've ever been to. That's I, saying something, By man. the way, I only consider like three of them to be good. There have been... That first time... That first time he appreciated your question. 
Ah, uh, that's those true. butterflies. When I, in your tummy. <clears throat> I've walked away from quite a few random press conferences thinking, I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> no idea what any of that means. That was just 25 minutes. Today, I got nothing. I was, know what those words mean, but I don't know what he's saying. He was so stupid likable today. And he is. If you really just look, if you take off the Dave Aranda football coach that frustrates the hell out of you, and I get, which is ne- it's necessary. Which on Monday, that's usually like... You've forgotten about You've gotten a day to rest on it. Right. You've forgotten about all the crap you watched on Saturday. And then Monday, he's in there. He's jovial. He's giving you some hope. And you're like, yeah. You know I'm what? back in. He's a nice guy. I'm back in. And again, if you take away all the pain and desperation he's brought you in the sports world and just look at him as a person, he's cute and likable. He never does anything mean or grumpy or stupid. He just, he is just the most, I hate that it didn't work out for such a yeah. nice, but genuinely yeah. at his core, Maybe too nice of a person. Today, somebody asked me this, Nicole Sheeran. Great question. Hard question. He doesn't get a lot of hard questions, by the way. It's a lot In of local balls. news, it's, it's tough to do. Right, because if you ask the hard questions, you're never getting an interview. You're never talking to the coach. They don't like that, obviously. And she said, Dave, there's a coaching carousel right now. Jimbo just got fired. You know, Mississippi State, other colleges in America are firing coaches. Do you know that? Do you, do you realize the coaching carousel for you and your assistants is on right now? And Dave goes, he starts the answer with, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, three, <laughs> he said, one. then he says two, three That's weeks ago, Christmas commercial started. And I was like, oh, where's he going with this? And then he <laughs> drops a, the greatest bar of all time. When you see the car with the ribbon on it, someone's about to get fired. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's good. Just the most likable <laughs> quote ever. You see the car with the ribbon on it, somebody's about to get fired. Then he's asked, I think it was Bryce Cherry, who, by the way, I know we ragged on the trip. We ragged on Bryce a couple of weeks ago. I've never had any issues with him. I, he didn't report on the Rangers. Who cares? I, in the eh, moment, it was trip. kind of a silly, funny thing. Was, yeah, could the tweet itself was of, just like, more of a look at me more so than I hate whatever. the Rangers. Um, he did ask Dave. He was like, Dave, so uh, this whole blue bonnet battle. And Dave giggled. <laughs> Because everybody uh, knew. This is the most unified. There's not been one positive thing said about it. This is the most unified I've ever heard Baylor media. Yeah. We're all looking around the room going, we are all thinking the same thing right now. And TCU too, by the way. I was, somebody in that works for Baylor reached out to me and was like, please tell me you're going to be in this press conference today. <laughs> we need uh, someone to ask why they're doing this. Because it's so stupid. Um, this is what Dave said. I can understand why about the Blue Bonnet battle. I can understand why. It's a beautiful kind of view of all of that, that being in terms of Blue Bonnets. <laughs> he said, it's a beautiful kind of view of all that. It's interesting when it's mixed with football. And that's yes! how he ended it. That's how yes! he ended it. Yes! Dave, again, the most yes! likable press conference yes! of all time. Dave Aranda. Yes! Not a big Blue Bonnet guy. It's interesting <sighs> when it's mixed with football. I love. <laughs> look. Yes. <laughs> That's an all-time Dave Aranda. He was answer. giggling. That's the so whole great, answer. Man. He was giggling. He gave a lot of credit to the student government. God, I can't help it. I love this guy. He was so, he was so good today. Down to his outfit. Dave wore a plaid long sleeve shirt. No Baylor. Plaid nope. long sleeve shirt and slacks, khakis. Is just, he still wearing the glasses? No glasses. Oh, okay. We, we got Dave Aranda bifocals today. That in, was in awesome. The, in the Zoom, yeah, in the Blue Bonnet Battle. In the Blue Bonnet Battle Zoom from Dave Aranda, which is on, honestly Blue Bonnet Battle Zoom. 
better name Uh-oh. than Blue Bonnet Battle. Uh, that's like Galactic. Much, much better that's name. That's Galactic. <laughs> much better. That's an arcade game. Uh, Yeah, 254. In May Pearl. 662-1660. I didn't watch the Baylor game this weekend. I told you I was in Canyon for the paint drawing competition. So you'll yeah, have to we got to give you a in. recap. Uh, Robert has texted us on 254-662-1660 and says, Do you all think Dave is out for this season? Now we're going to answer that coming up. We're also going to talk some Blue Bonnet Battle, the state of Baylor football. Oh, I can't wait. All that at the 1220 segment coming up here. Um, also, I did see Justin Kramer this weekend of no CMC way. Auto. We were at the rooftop bar at the Hippodrome. Really cool rooftop bar at the Hippodrome. He purchased me a, uh, how we say, vehicular explosive. We'll put it uh, a oh, Sin City, okay. a Sin City vehicular <laughs> explosive. Thank you, FCC. And we had a jolly old time. And that's the CMC Auto Group. I have a great line. story about that. I have a great story about that. About uh, Sin City vehicular explosive. Yes, about that specific drink. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll tell it later. Coming up, let's talk Blue Bonnet Battle. This is so. Stupid. Oh, I can't wait. This <laughs> is the Drake Toll Show. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center. It's the back half of a women's men's doubleheader. 9 p.m. tip-off on Tuesday versus Kansas City. Baylor Bear basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards, Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call 254-749-1648 or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Song? I've never heard this song. It, it is a this really is such a, a good song. song. The yeah. Blue Bonnet Bowl is stealing my sunshine. Don DSL Drake Toll Show. <laughs> this is good. Came out about 2010, I think. And of course you can't mm. Maybe a little before. This I think it's a little before. I want to say like 2000. So oh, no, you know what? You're right. Excellent. You're right. Way off. 99, maybe? I know. It's a little before my era, I think. Because it's not, it's not 1999. A, bang, bang. Because it's not like a boy band song, but it's of that ilk and like in a, that it's era, got some right? Mouth to it. Like that very and that's cut a, and dry summer feel good song, which is great. It's like Summer Girls, LFOs, the same year, I think. It, it's great. Canada, thank you for giving it, us Len. <laughs> and. And you steal my great sunshine. segue. There's a great, there's an awesome line later in that song, that is so unnecessary, but it's awesome. They are saying something happened later that week, but they say uh, L A T E R that week. It's yes. <laughs> like no reason to yeah. spell out later at all. But that's, that's two thousand. That is two thousand. So perfect. Uh, oh my God, the frosted tips and around the, that song. Have the videos be. them riding around the city on Vespas. Yeah. <laughs> A guy and his sister, I think, which is weird when you watch the video. <laughs> um, you were correct. The Blue Bonnet Battle has stolen my, shun- my sunshine, our sunshine. 
This yeah. is indulging in my self-defeat. I I <laughs> believe that Dave Aranda looked in the mirror this morning and was like, yes, yes. Nobody cares about me right now. Everybody cares about this damn blue bonnet thing. Yes. We need it. To be oh. fair, we need something to latch on to because Baylor sucks and they suck the same way every week. It would have been we awesome. We need something fresh. Had Dave walked to the podium and been like, we all think of the same thing. <laughs> we all thought. Like, He's even, like, cameras aren't running yet, right? Like, even if I'm fire, guys. Let's all just have a good laugh today together. Um, I just, I, uh, the trophy itself, I don't know if you saw it, but some of the great comments about the trophy, one of my favorites is. Good, good use of woodcrafting. One of my it's favorites is, is that paper mache? <laughs> Another comment on the trophy. Oh, so we just be giving out arts and crafts now? <laughs> There's like, there's nothing that it's just a trophy of a trophy. Oh, uh, like the golden hat. It's kind of like boot, you and Paul I. Bunyan's axe, the victory bell that Duke and Carolina played for. We on agree. Saturday. There is a chicken place in town, a chain that ta- the chicken tastes like. Someone explained <laughs> to you what chicken tastes like. The chicken that tastes like chicken. Yes, that we have every Friday night. It's like you know what? <laughs> this is kind of chicken tasting for yes. sure. This is someone explains to someone else who's blind what a trophy should look AI, like. AI trophy, a hand painted paper mache. Um, and uh, let me go ahead and say this right now because somebody out there they're being really mean to those kids. The answer is yes, you're correct. We are. You're. Correct. I love being mean to kids. You're correct. <laughs> I do enjoy that a lot. If I was tasked with making a a thesis, creating a thesis, it's eighty pages. I have four months to do a research thesis, and I spend. 200 hours doing it. I mean, I spend so much time putting this thesis together. And that at the end of the day, it's a bad thesis. It doesn't matter the amount of effort I put into it. It still still sucks. It's still stupid. If I don't deliver, no matter the time, the effort, then I... As a creative, I have been there. Doesn't make it good. Just because I put a lot of time and effort into it doesn't make it good. And so... Someone put a lot of effort into the Baylor rebrand a couple years ago and into the Baylor football uniform. And it just didn't. Does that mean they're good? D- d- is Dave Miranda working less than 70, 80 hours a week? No. Right. He is working really hard, but the team stinks. All of those things get put together with the Blue Bonnet Bell. Um, by the way, one of the Cavender twins just transferred to TCU. Yeah, I, I can see it in the reflection. And will be part of the Blue Bonnet battle. Love that for her. Yes. Wait, Love one of me. them? The other one didn't? Yeah, she's one of them's done with basketball. The other isn't. I don't know. We'll get to that later. So she's probably going to TCU and just living the life. Oh, man, Would. that's big for TCU. Would. That's big. That's um, big I did TCU. text a member of Baylor student government. Wood is on the on the trophy. I because yeah, yeah. The, the there was a tweet that said, Baylor, apparently Baylor student government didn't sign off on this. That this they was, did not want it. Yeah, this was TCU led. That Baylor student government kind of pitched the idea, and then TCU ran with it with blue bonnets. Um, that person got back to me and said, "Hey, brother, glad you could join us in the Zoom this morning. Huge congrats on joining ESPN. Probably best they don't comment on this one." <laughs> so it it did. I know it felt very TCU led in the Zoom. Like they opened it up. Yeah, they gave the explanation. They answered yeah. your question, which you had the only question that was asking. Hey, we had a good name. Going on we here, had a man. good name before, and what I didn't know, and someone pulled out, I think just today, yeah. that Baylor put that out last year. Yes, the, a, a logo on a on Baylor.edu, Baylor.edu, which had the revivalry. It says revivalry. And week. Leaned, I, I, the more I thought about it, the more I think they've leaned into it. I don't know that they've ever used the name explicitly, but I feel like they've leaned into it. They haven't pushed back on it. And they leaned into it last year. By they the way, used it. impressively rare W for Baylor for leaning into rare revival. Rare W. 
leaning in. And I think, is this because TCU is trying to get away from the Christian aspect so much that I, they won't even go with that? Yeah, I think, let's let's pitch this idea too. I really believe, the more I look into this, the more I think, I'm not sure Baylor likes this. We might, seeing, we might have been wrong. And I'm also not sure that TCU likes it at its core. <laughs> it didn't, Jeremiah Donati, their AD just didn't show up to the meeting. <laughs> just didn't show up. And then we Mac, know the students don't like it. Mac was there and was like, uh, happy to see you guys. I think Mac had just brushed his hair. It was like, um, good we to hope see it's guys. on my desk. Right. That was the, the continual thing is, I hope we win this game. That was the only, like, they drugged two coaches who are both now kind of on the hot seat. Like, hey, can you guys show up to the student government Sunday meeting night, on really? a Zoom? Um, no, but you're feeling pressure. But yes, but you're not. This is feeling, not a good week to right. do a student government right. Zoom call. <laughs> so, it's great for the coaches. They bring these, like you already mentioned. They bring, uh, and I, I, here are some things that I point to, like the Baylor administration, the Baylor um, communications. They didn't put out the press release. Student government sent it to Baylor Communications, and the email was ah. almost reluctant. It's like, hey, guys, wanted to pass this along to you. It was, uh, uh, yeah, ba- no, Baylor it did sound itself exactly like that. did not put together a press release. I think it, when it came this. to their desk, they were like, oh, no. Fine. You guys got to do it. This is your ship. Correct. It's going down. Correct. <laughs> you are the ones um, who got to deal with this. Also, I, some, I told you, somebody texted me and said, please tell me you'll be in the Zoom so you can ask the right <laughs> questions because nobody else was going to. To bring you all in, maybe some of you saw the Zoom call. I wish we would have played it live on the air. It would have been hilarious. Oh, I wish we could. I tried to record it. Obviously, you can't. In this Zoom call, there comes a point where one of the students goes, all right, so I want to open up some questions for our coaches uh, and our AD. And at this point, I think everyone in the room understands no one has questions for the coaches and ADs. Nope. This is squarely on the student government kids from TCU and Baylor. So no one asks anything. And we all have the same question. We get about 15, 20 seconds of just... Silence, which Dead is silence. telling. So and great. then finally, some guy raises his hand. It's like, hey, Coach Aranda, big game this week. <laughs> and Dave answers. And Does it th- make it better to play for something like this? Then we sit for like an, a prolonged, probably a minute. I mean, it got dramatically it's, it's a long. long time. We yeah. sit and no one says a thing. No one asks a thing. And finally, the kid speaks up again. The TCU president's like, well, uh... Any other questions oh, for oh, our coaches oh, 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 wait, or students? Wait. Oh, because it doesn't go immediately to you. Right. The same guy asks a second question. The guy asks a follow-up. <laughs> He's trying to be nice. That's one to Sonny Dykes. He asks Dykes <laughs> kind of the same thing as Dave. And then once I realize, oh, now we're open to students. another prolonged. <laughs> yes, because the student comes on and is like, I can answer questions too if you want. And once, Perfect. <laughs> once their student says that it's an open period to ask the students questions, that's who I wanted. I didn't want to talk to Dave. I don't want to talk to Mac. They don't care. Right, and they're not going to give you anything anyway. So my, that, my question yeah. to the student I go was, to the source. I go to Baylor.edu, and I see Revivalry Week. This already has a name. And I didn't ask at that point, and I was nice about it. But it's like, this already has a name. What was the process of renaming it? And the TCU president's like, I'll handle this one. Didn't, And which leads me to believe more so that Baylor was not at the forefront of this. The TCU president said... Yeah, you know, we just felt like it needed a name that represented Texas. Um, felt like we needed to put something together that was very Texas-centric. And he says, almost verbatim, I remember when I was a kid driving down the highway and there were blue bonnets. <laughs> I thought, what? I remember great, when I was a kid, I got poison ivy one time. So I thought about calling it the poison ivy push. And they didn't I was like a that. big, I haven't had one in years, huge Slurpee fan as a kid. Huge Slurpee fan. The Slurpee showdown? Baja Blast Battle. Many are saying. So his whole thing Ooh, was vanilla 
face off. He was like, when I was a kid, I saw blue bonnets, which, by the way, bloom in the spring, not in the fall. There will be no I used blue to bonnets. see flip phones when I was a kid. When you're driving down 35 from t- or 20 from TCU to, to Baylor, mm-hmm. you're not going to see any blue bonnets. You're not. Well, definitely not this weekend. Correct. Or any weekend. <laughs> definitely the two teams not play football. this weekend. Not a thing. Uh, and again, this t- he said, we wanted, we wanted a name that <laughs> matched both of the organizations, both the schools. My brother, you could call SMU and North Texas the Blue Bonnet, right? This has no autonomy. This has no specificity toward either team. You could just say the word Blue Bonnet for any school in Texas. Iron Skillet is way better. Oh, dude. The, I, I mentioned this way off the better. air. If you just call it, if you call it the Armadillo Battle... All right, whatever. Already better. Cool. Armadillos are neat. Blue bonnets are... Girly's not the right word. Can't say that now. Can't say girly. They are Feminine, not... Feminine, not the right word. They are not football. They're not... So is it something you want to play for? Would scary. you rather play for that or an axe? Oh, dude. Just picture it. Like, come on. 20, or a golden cowboy hat. 2031. Uh, just the first question at a Baylor press conference. It's the first question every time. Baylor's just lost by 33. <laughs> TCU. Uh, yes. Um... Byron, you, you you guys lost the opportunity to play for the Blue Bonnet Trophy today. How, how, how does that feel? And the player like, man, we just went out there. We really wanted that Blue Bonnet Trophy. We wanted the Blue Bonnet Battle to stay home. That's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Even so, I was thinking about these, these great trophies. Duke and Carolina. Fantastic rivalry. One of the best rivalries in college basketball. One of the best in sports. College football, eh, leaves a little to be desired. Great game this weekend. So they have the victory bell. It's exactly what it sounds like. A bell on a on a wagon, basically. Yes. But the team that wins it, so it's gold during the game. Yep. But the team that wins it gets to take it to their sideline and spray paint it their color of blue. That's pretty awesome. Which is awesome for such a, just their college football rivalry. Ohio State and Michigan, they don't have a trophy. They don't even have a name, but you know it's the best rivalry in college football because it's Ohio State and Michigan. And when they when somebody says the game, that's what you that's know. That's kind of crazy. And the, what Ohio State does is they had a coach in like before Woody Hayes, I think, who said when they used to lose to Michigan a lot, he would say, you know, Michigan's not unlike us. They put their pants on one leg at a time just like we do. And so all the players, whenever they beat Michigan, get a pair of it's not a pair. It's like a little pendant of gold pants that they wear around a chain. That's awesome. That's awesome. What are these Baylor players going to get? We get the blue or these TCU They're just going to get a bouquet of blue bonnets. Oh my yeah, gosh! Like, oh my like, gosh! Like or like when the team go, used to get a birth to the Rose Bowl and they would have them on the sideline, the roses they'd put in their mouths. They're just going to have like blue bonnets behind their ears, like a pencil at a construction site. Is I mean, that what it's going to be? Because where are you going to get those? A, a they bloom in May. You're playing it in November. Yeah. That's fantastic. I am. Um, it's so, so bad. Have started and to. And we had such a chance, Drake. We had such a chance. The way this rivalry has been the last decade. Fun, yeah. And look, I know this is the mid-off this year at best. Both these teams stink. Okay? But the way it's been the last decade, the fu- the first time ever there's been national relevance around this this rivalry in this decade. Yeah. The coaches behind it. The players. The stakes. The hatred, the genuine hatred that's there, and you have now protected the rivalry. You can you can also, just lean into this. This is the best rivalry in the Big Twelve. It's going to be the last game of the season. Let's also put a trophy and a name behind it. And they flubbed all of them, all of them. By the way, this every single one. This is 
the story. One about. student government. One year. Yes. They, they rotate every year. There'll be a whole different. Yes. Uh, there'll be a whole different student government next year. This was one guy got voted president at TCU and was like, I know what I can do. I can create a rivalry. And it'll be known as this for the rest of time. I'm going to look back in 2047. Remember remember those two years they called it the Blue Bonnet rivalry and then somebody lost the trophy? They're gonna someone the losing team that should get the trophy. Fantastic. The losing team should have to keep the trophy. Why in their, is there not something around in like their case? The fire. But oh look. These two teams used to be these two universities used to be in Waco until TCU's campus burned down. Brother, we and just, had to move. Again, I think, like that, even that is better. We're overlooking the big part here. There the was arson, already a name. The arson trophy. There was already a name. Yes, there, there was, was already, already a, a logo. Yeah. And then we just we didn't ever nobody ever said anything about having to throw the other, the other logo and other name away. This is a great tweet. All of these are better. All of these are better than Blue Bond. Okay, and I'm glad you went with this because this is funny. Kalachi Kerfuffle. <laughs> still better. Yeah. Pe- pecan Clash. Makes no Kalachi sense. Kalachi Kerfuffle is perfect, by the way. Right. Because it, 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 the Paul Bunyan's act. You are so much more likely when you were driving to Waco to Fort Worth or vice versa, 1,000 times more likely to find Kalachis than you are to find Blue Bonnets. Correct. Exponential. Like every time. Like that, like, that is the thing. I know TCU fans will do this. When they are making the trek down to Waco and holding their nose, they're like, at least we get to stop the check stop. Best Kalachis you can possibly get. Yes. Like, that's perfect. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, also, Sorry, I didn't mean to. the Holy War. That Which was, was a, an unofficial already name for kind a while. of the thing was the Holy War, which then, is great. Revivalry, great, fine. What I mean, Rape. I wasn't too passionate about this last week. Remember, I was just like, ah, who yeah, cares? Yeah, who cares? But now they've done a whole pomp and circumstance, created a trophy. I'm done. I'm done. You pressed the wrong I, nerve. I, I think we both thought this was like a hey, yeah. one time because student activities put it out to promote like a, right. a bus that was going up right. for Baylor students. So it was like, okay, this is just a one time thing. They're using it to. To put on a flyer for people to go to this game, but, but now, no, but no, if like if Gus Johnson's doing this game on Fox at eleven a.m., there's no way he can say this stuff. What do you want? Stephen Simcox is here. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Next, you want to get him in? Next segment. Yeah. Uh, also, better names in Blue Bonnet. The Arson Bowl, like you mentioned, that's fantastic. perfect. The Altar Call. Not brawl. that there's officially arson, but come on. The Altar Call Brawl. I like that. I hadn't heard yeah. that one. I like that. Communion confrontation. Funny. That's man. good. These are funny. That's good. And then the tweet concludes with TCU versus Baylor. Yes. Better. Also better. a better rivalry better. game. And then the last suggestion that's better than the battle for the blue bonnet is really old rivalry game in Texas. <laughs> the You're longest running. live. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, let's, I mean, I'm not done with this. Also, do you fire Dave Aranda? A lot of Baylor talk in the first hour, but it's. It's deserved today. And potentially some more Blue Bonnet. It's deserved off. today. This is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. It's a top 20 women's basketball matchup in the Farrell Center Tuesday as Baylor hosts Utah. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Tuesday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. 
Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Let nothing stand between you and the tree stand with this great offer on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo, and a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $500. Now through December 31st, see us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. God's gonna get you for that. God's gonna get you for that. There's no place to run and hide, for he knows where you're at. God's gonna get you for that. God's gonna get you for that. Every wrong thing that you do, God's gonna get you for that. This doggone world we're living in, it's giving me a fit. Back in the Drake Toll Show. We have got some good comments on the YouTube. So let me tell you, brother. Let me tell you, brother. God's gonna get you for that. That's right. God's gonna get you for that. TCU. God's gonna get you for that. Student government. There's no place. No place to run and hide. He knows where you're at. He knows where you are. God's gonna get you for that. Yes, he is. Man, 
the, I think the irony of the song is George Jones is the one singing it. Maybe the greatest um, abuser of substance ever. Oh, for like sure. just the premier substance abuser in country music history. Like they wouldn't, the, the tractor thing is all time. He couldn't perform at award shows because he was so inebriated. And his whole the whole song is God's going to get you. He sees you sinning. He's going to get you. Um, that song is dedicated to Jim Harbaugh today. Also, TCU student government. Those who are naming it the Blue Bonnet, whatever. This is great. Grumpy great. old fan. Can we, by the way... Aaron, are you the one that named Grumpy Old Fan? Or is this just... Because I love... Like, we get texts from this guy on the text line, 254-662-1660. And someone, maybe Mosley, just labeled them Grumpy Old Fan. Which, everything that they have said is just so superb, by the way. It's like, I agree. I'm, I'm a grumpy young fan, I guess. He said the better name would be the I-35 traffic cone. <laughs> yes. You're going to see more I mean, of those yeah. on the way to the Absolutely. game than you are Blue Bonnet. The... The left lane closed ahead bowl. Yes. <laughs> um, also, God got him for that. Arizona State AD Ray Anderson has resigned. Gonzo. Out of here. They're not even the ones with the biggest problems. Don't even, Dude, this is such no a big wild for day him. in college football. Mississippi State firing the coach. A&M firing the coach. Michigan State needs a new coach. Arkansas will need a new coach. Miami might need a new coach. Florida might need a new coach. Oregon, if Lanning leaves for A&M. Makes you think maybe Dave Aranda's safe because Baylor will have zero options. Be at the bottom of the food chain if you fire Dave Aranda. Will Deion Sanders be at Colorado next year? I mean, there's just so much stupid stuff going on right now. I mean, maybe, may, probably not. Well, not probably, but maybe not. But it won't be at Baylor. I could no. see. I mean, I could see A and M making a huge push. Dion will not be at Baylor next year. No, <laughs> Arkansas could make could a be. push for him. Could be. So Michigan State should. Here you go. Um, Arizona State, A.D. Ray Anderson resigning. Bad guy. Not good at his not job. Not great. Had a bad yeah. offseason. Not very likable. Did you see the fan base. Arizona this weekend looked around and yep. is $240 million in debt? Yep. They didn't know they were $240 million in debt. It's a surprise to um, me as much as it is to you. It's the ground. Get, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> Somebody is fleeing the country as we speak because they thought cash on hand, they had $240 million in cash on hand. Turns out it was zero. Yep. They didn't. They were like, oh, yeah. We Welcome got, to the Big 12, buddy. How much cash on hand do you have? $240 million? Nope. Well, we just did the math. They, they We're in the numbers finally, here. They finally had a positive in football, right? They're yeah. good at football. They're ranked. Yeah. They had a big win over Dion. The basketball team goes into Cameron and beats Duke. And then, oh, yeah, we're broke. They're so, and it's gone. They're so broke, they've talked about actually cutting, cutting sports, sports programs. <laughs> like, look, swim team, oh. we can't afford to have you anymore. Which JMU, James Madison, needed to do so that they could go FBS in football, and it's obviously paid humongous dividends. Arizona is Arizona, and they are going to need to potentially cut sports. Yeah. That's insane. Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Good point. I hadn't thought of that. Correct. The, uh, the Baylor. Baylor-TCU Blue Bonnet deal. Um, you mentioned YouTube comments. Texts are coming in. Cam's audio. Cam, check, check. Mic check. Mic check, one, two. Wow, you're back on one, the YouTube. One, two, three, four. Live on YouTube. Good. Good to have you back, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, this is something that we don't have to call it, right? Can we just... We don't. We don't. Okay. They're not going to... 
force us, I don't think. No. Especially not Baylor. Makes me think, what is the name of the Baylor and Texas Tech rivalry? You asking my honest opinion? What is the name? I the don't, Bowl. I don't know the name. But. <laughs> Some kind of shootout, right? Yeah, something. Is it the Texas Farm Bureau Insurance? It's something like that. It's a corporate name it, okay. with a shootout. Baylor Tech. The fact that I don't know because it's known as the Butt Bowl. Yes, and to uh, everyone. Up recently, it began. It became the Butt Bowl fairly recently because used to that was too taboo. Too taboo. But by now we have it is the Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Oh, shoot! Look at that. Guess what? Nailed it. No one calls it that. <laughs> but I got it right. I. Uh, what is the What does the Baylor Texas Tech shootout trophy look like? Go. Honestly, this is news to me. They have a trophy. Yep. No clue. <laughs> I did not Absolutely. know that. No, I didn't they still know. have a trophy? I, ju- I just Googled Even it. Even after Arlington? And here's a picture of the trophy. I don't know, but I guess they still have it. I guess. Uh, there's a big football on the top of it. <laughs> well, hey, that's already better. You know, it was, it was 1998. Some student government kid was like, you know what? Let's call it the Texas Farm Bureau shootout. Everybody will love it. And now no one has any idea it's called that. That's what this thing's going to blow over so quickly that we won't even know that it happened. This blue bonnet thing, it's so laughable. It's so stupid. Again, have they called it the Armadillo Bowl? Why? Same reasoning. There are armadillos in Texas. Yes. That is the reason that they're doing this. The River Bowl. The Lake Bowl. There's a lake in Fort Worth. The Chisholm Trail Clash. Is that the one T-Rex thought of? Yeah, that's great. Better. That's fine. (laughs) Much better. Um, we're talking a lot of coaching carousel. Something too. cattle, you know, the Chisholm Trail yeah. coming through Waco is a huge stop, but the stockyards in Fort Worth being the most noticeable place. Correct, correct. Um, correct. The David ran a quote today of when you see the car with the ribbon on it, someone's about to get fired. <laughs> That's fantastic. Could be himself included in that, by the way. Um, what, you know the the one thing I am grateful of this time of year is that Dave Aranda is the head coach and not Sam Pittman. Because... I guess, yeah. It's so interesting. I know we have some Arkansas fans that listen. They are, and we're going to talk, we're going to get deep into the Dave Aranda conversation, Jimbo Fisher, and how that looks. Um, but the, the the press conferences for Sam Pittman are somehow worse than Dave Aranda's. Because he just has no idea what to do. And he's very honest about it. Because they're like, Sam, the offensive line's bad. Why? I'm like, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you guys. I got no idea. <laughs> like, Sam, dude, you've, you just lost again. Your offense can't tick. Instead of, instead of, well, there's some of this and there's some of that. And right. they're pulling away and not here. And we need to meet them here. And they're there. And we need to be in the middle right. and meet it. Sam Pittman just gives you a, I'll be honest, I'm asking the same questions I myself. I'm asking the same questions. So they're frustrated. You have two frustrated fan bases for the same reason. Um some coaches are just good at press conferences. Others are not. Sam Pittman, knowing his background, not surprising that his press conferences are very – this is a great tweet. Someone um, making fun of what a Sam Pittman press conference sounds like. Well, damn shucks, Bob. Took the boys of the Ozark Lanes a lot of fire under them this week. Thought we all bowled a pretty good game. <laughs> Bowling balls sitting right there by me. University of Arkansas, this is unacceptable. That is the epitome of what a Sam, a Sam Pittman <laughs> press conference is. And that's that's what we get from Dave Aranda. In, a, in it's the it's in the same quartile here. We're in the same yeah, section in, yes. of the graph. Yes, in college coaching, where some of these head coaches are just so fired, right? It feels like they're so fired they don't really know what to say. 
and Aranda was asked today, do you feel like you're coaching for your job? And his, he, was, he said, you know, I really want to answer that question, but I think it's always been that way. Today's college football, every game, you're coaching for your job in some capacity everywhere. All right, sure. sure. Yeah, Great. sure. Great. Good deflection. <laughs> Good this deflection. This is a strong message. Um, I, I just, buddy, I, wow. He's got, he's gone, right? He's got to be. I mean, I mean, he has to be. And I don't I'm like, done, I don't I'm like done, it. I'm you done. Yes, like and I and I'm done prefacing that we like him as a person. We've said that enough. He's gone. He's Man, gone. He's just gotta be. They. I mean, here's the problem. Put up a fight on Saturday. They're out of bowl eligibility. They have regressed so hard. Like take everything else out of it. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, take everything out of it in terms of whose players it was and the practices. And the way he answers at the press conference and even the recruiting, take all of that out of it. Let's just look at what is on paper. Bill Parcells famously said, you're only as good as your record says you are. They went from 12 and two to six and seven, which by the way, started at six and three, but to six and seven to now hopefully four and eight in an ideal world, four and eight, which is not going to happen by the way. And potentially not winning a single FBS game at home when you have eight of them eight, or eight home games, seven FBS home games, you're going to be zero and seven in those games. They're going to go three that's and nine. That's pathetic. Man. Three and nine. I mean, that's much more likely. Be three and nine. You will be much more likely than five and seven. That is pathetic. They will have and gone the numbers and the numbers have them as genuinely one of the worst teams in all of FBS. I mean, we're talking. Sub 100s in a ton of these categories, which is reserved for group of five teams and the very worst power five team. Boston College is better than Baylor. Oh, yeah. In a lot of these numbers, UMass is better than Baylor. UMass. East Carolina, which is terrible. Hawaii. I can't even spell Massachusetts. (laughs) They're better than Baylor. Probably the worst FBS program of the last decade, UMass. Um, By the way, Baylor... By the numbers, Travis Roeder does a great job of keeping up with this stuff. This is Yeah, I always keep teen into Roeder on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Might be the worst of the last two decades where analytics have gotten much more advanced. Yep. This might be the worst Baylor team. Might be the worst Baylor team. Statistically, there's almost no argument. Yes. They're just so bad. Like dating back. And I keep looking back, back at Kevin tw- Steele. I keep looking back at the twenty seventeen numbers because that was the one and eleven team. And almost every category this team is worse. And the margin of defeat is now much worse, like five points a game worse. Yes. That's incredible to a team that went a 1-11. Mm-hmm. It's tough to do. Baylor's doing a very tough-to-do thing by losing this many games and looking this they, bad. They thank the, the good Lord Here is our that p- the schedule expanded to have UCF and Cincinnati this year. Here is our problem. Especially Cincinnati. Can I? Can we just one second, please? Yes, please. I want to go back to where we were three months ago, mid-August. I was on the Matt Mosley show. And looking at the Baylor schedule, let me read these out to you. Let me read these out to you. Give me your win-loss projections for mid-August. This is mid-August. Take yourself, put yourself back in that chair. Eight home games. We're getting fired up. The, you know, they played the promo. Bum, bum, bum. The Baylor Bears have eight home games at McLean Stadium this year. The They're Baylor selling season Bears. tickets. And uh, we're all excited. Texas State, win or lose. Win. Obviously, right? For sure. Yeah. Utah, win or lose. In mid-August? They got a good team, but we're at home. I was giving it a coin flip, and I was saying, that's the upset. Baylor wins. 
Baylor, yeah. Long Island, obviously. Win. You're 3-0 and going into Texas at home. You've dominated Texas, Texas at home the last couple of years. I think my mindset was they win either Utah or Texas. Correct. 3-1. and one. So I'm going to give them a loss on that one. Three, Baylor's 3-1 and one now. Yep. At UCF. Win. Yep. UCF's not ready Probably to play. Probably a toss-up, you know, because it's a yeah, because it's a and honestly, I don't think we thought UCF was going to be as bad as they are Saturday, notwithstanding. Well, this is a very favorable stretch coming up because you know, Texas Tech's at home. Baylor's, I mean, Baylor's been pretty good against them. And we and we did think Tech was going to be a good team, but again, at home, yep. I'm thinking win. Yeah. Evenly matched teams, which they were, but win. Cincinnati, for sure. Win. Iowa State. God, where at home. are we at now? Iowa State, who's just lost its starting quarterback and running back in bed. Correct. Win. Houston, oh my gosh. Houston at got? home. Win. Oh my gosh, for sure. There's no way you. I mean, at, at this point, through nine games, seven and two is almost underwhelming because of how easy this schedule. Yes, is. yes, and we we've had some toss ups in there, so maybe they're six and three, and they're looking up and still in the picture. By the way, for and the, six and three, for the Big we're, we're asking game. some questions at six and three. Yes, like, ah, you know, you should we. Being seven and two would be kind of warranted. We're, we're asking why can't they win big games, or why is there not the execution late in games? Not why are they so god awfully bad? Then at Kansas State, give it to you. Probably a loss. Yeah, I'd probably say a loss. Probably lost. I like Kansas State coming in at TCU. Toss up there. What do they have coming back in the preseason? I would have said loss. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I. I liked the Baylor team more than I liked. I liked Baylor's question marks more than I liked TCU's question marks going into this. And then the number fourteen team in the preseason poll, West Virginia, at home, easy. Baylor's Sleepwalk eight win. and four, great bounce back eight and four season, which is what I had them at eight and four. And six and six would have been ooh, David Randis on the hot seat, buddy. Try on three and nine for size. Yeah, yeah. Better start speaking defensive coordinator, buddy. When we take the. You just you make Aranda a cardboard box. Make him a cardboard cutout. Take him and, and put him behind door number one and say, this is what this guy's record is and what he's done in the trajectory. You fire the guy behind door number one. Great dude? Sure. Yes. I loved him today. Great press conference. Probably out of a job. And if Baylor yes. is, I think this is the case we're going to make in the next segment, talking about Jimbo Fisher. If Baylor's serious about this, about not putting themselves too far behind the punch, it seems as though this is going to have to happen sooner than later. Yes, yes, it's o- they're only going to, they're never going to get higher in this pecking order. No. They are only going to fall lower. This is the Drake Toll Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Max Muncy, uh, Baylor baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. It means, kind of kind of means everything, you know. It's, um, Baylor, it's such a special special plate, not only in my heart and my family's hearts, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's where I met my wife and it's where I learned about becoming a man. And baseball was always the afterthought. And it's, uh, it, it's just a place that helped me further who I am. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. Restrictions apply. Stock limited. See dealer for details. Premium features and advanced technology. The seven passenger Buick Enclave offers an unbeatable driving experience. Room for the family with a whisper quiet drive. You must experience the Buick Enclave. Right now, save five thousand on a twenty twenty four Buick Enclave at Richard Car Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get one point nine percent financing and no payments till twenty twenty four. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Car, we give you more. 
Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Did 
I kiss all the cowboys? You usually do, man. Wow. All right, man. <laughs> Did I dance in the bar and kiss all the cowboys? It was one and the same, really. Wow. One motion. What? One fell swoop? Yeah. I kissed all the cowboys and danced on the bar. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, at the Hippodrome, there was like three cowboys. Dude, I, I have Justin torn, Kramer declined. I have torn it up. I've been to the Hippodrome's rooftop bar three times now. Just because it's a chill place to go have un cerveza and go home. You I, don't like doing that, though. Whenever I say that's what I want to do, you're like, P-word? No, I don't. I, I hate that word. <laughs> we, go to, we go to Pinewood. I, that's I why you use it with such a vitriol. I don't I love go. Pinewood as well. Our, our, mm-hmm. our pal serving us drinks. That's, we don't, it's I don't, fun. It's chill. It's, I don't go to the, the crazy bars, the, you know, oons, oons. Uh, none of that. That's terrible. <laughs> we have a lot of those. I'm going you to, don't wear your mesh shirt. and I don't go to five uh, downtown Waco. I go to. I don't, Never I'm not going to pay cover charge. I'm going to go to the backyard bar, stage and grill. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to listen to some music. I'm going to have a Miller Light. I'm going to talk go about home. the Blue Bonnet Battle. We'll talk about the Blue Bonnet Battle. <laughs> um, Oakley's is a favorite of yours too. Oakley's as well. No free ads. Only free ads on this show. <laughs> Apparently. Um, I really like racing canes. A lot of conflict. Play the hits. You know, we were taught in, in radio. Play the hits. Anytime there's a massive topic or something big that's going on, talk about it and only talk about that. So a lot of today is. Coaches getting fired and the blue bonnet battle. Sure. Which the more I look at this trophy, the more I'm dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. I just it looks like a ceramic that my grandmother bought at a flea. It wasn't even a family heirloom. She just found it at a flea market and bought it. It to me, I think the best thing that could happen is someone steals this trophy and they just don't remake it. That some there will be some vigilante justice. This yes. is beer for my horses. That's what's going to happen. Yes. This is Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, you know, some, oh, no, the trophies. And the good folks of Minnesota will take it and smash it with Paul Bunyan's axe. And Baylor puts out a very short statement. The Blue Bonnet Trophy is currently missing. That's it. You never hear from it again. <laughs> they never call it that again. There's no, here's the deal, too. It's not like the universities themselves are signing off on this wholeheartedly. Baylor's not touting this. It's almost like they're, they, I think they feel like they're in a position where they're like, oh, students did it. Yes. It'd be weird to say no. Right. Which they've, I mean, they can say no to students and student organizations or plenty of other things, but they're like, ah. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's no, more it's of not a, inappropriate. What a cute little thing the kids have done. What yeah. What a fun little cute thing. And to be honest, and I know nothing about this, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the presidents of the universities do like it and the athletic departments don't. It would line up. Would that up. surprise you? Oh, my gosh. This is so legendary. Baylor has not posted about it yet. Baylor, <laughs> The official Baylor account yes. has not yes. posted about Stand it. Stand true. The only, Hold the line. The only Defend post, the wall. The only reference they've made to it is a story post, which for the olds That's out great. there, try to put it together. This is them just sharing it for 24 hours. And it's a, you know how, oh, my gosh, this is so legendary. You know how when you share something on Instagram, you go to put it on your story. Take a graphic, put it on your story. It pops up, and it's about mm, 60% of the screen. They shrunk it. They posted it. Baylor reposted the post of the trophy, made it a little bit smaller, and just put it out there. All right. We did it. We advocated for it. Um, I think everyone is on board with, I hope that, you know, TCU's official account did post it. Yes. I do with believe. The, like a hype video, basically, of still images. <laughs> I do believe they are on the forefront of this. They posted, yes, yeah, everything's pointed to that. And Plus our sources. All of the comments. Here are some of the comments that people have said to TCU on Instagram. It's still the rivalry. 
This is the worst name I've ever heard. I was in student government at TCU and can confirm student government kids should not be in charge of naming <laughs> football rivalries. <laughs> Blue Bonnet Battle is so corny. It's the rivalry. This name is weak. Was anyone involved with athletics in these conversations? Um, all of them. All of them are very upset with this being the lame name. An Armstrong Sims superfan has suggested it be named the Armstrong Sims Bowl. I would take that over anything else at this point. Which is very deep cut. <laughs> over anything else. What we have seen is that TCU is touting this and Baylor is basically saying, I'm done. I'm done. My hands are tied. We it's can... done. What's done is done. This also... What, what is the quote after, after Jesus is crucified? What do they say? You're kidding, right? It is yeah. finished. It is finished. Yes, that, that's it. They're just like, it's finished. I knew I, saw you. I, knew I saw you in church last Sunday. <laughs> Very nice, Cam. Yeah. You're I don't, read, I don't read books. <laughs> I don't know how to read. Um, I am also but happy the, the with... The great irony, of course, being that it's not finished. Do you think, right? do you think that... I uh, didn't know that. Correct. <laughs> Jesus is risen. Thank you, Cam. Yeah. He is risen. Not he has risen. See, mm-hmm. I do know that. Thank you. Jeez. That's that's what really matters. I mean, does anyone remember the Marcus Page wild three-pointer at the end of the 2016 National Championship game that tied the game? No. no Chris because Jenkins. Chris Jenkins hit the buzzer beater. Okay? Does anyone remember that the uh, the Miracle on Ice wasn't the gold medal game? No. Mm-mm. Are you remember saying... The important stuff? Ponch- I remember the important stuff. He is saying risen. Pontius Pilate is... Marcus Page? Yeah. Look, I'm not not saying I'm it. I'm not not saying it. Um... This Radio co-host goes viral after <laughs> Carolina legend to I just don't get it. Today they're talking about the Bible. Um, with this, it's the least rivalry week of the Baylor TCU rivalry, maybe all time, maybe uh, in I mean, ever. Maybe. There is no luster of can Baylor get a big upset. There's no luster of can TCU get a does, big upset. Does that mean this is genius that this has happened this no, no, year, no. this week? It, it, it is worse. To put juice in it. It is worse because if there was a staunch dichotomy between the two teams' seasons, it'd be easy for one fan base to get on board and try to push against the other. Right now, Baylor and TCU are both so bad at the sport of football, no one cares about this game. Cam, Baylor could lose by 31 points, and I would think, yep, saw that sure coming. they did. Baylor could win win by 31 points, and I would be so insufferable for the next 365 days. It would make my year at this point. Right. It's like, make uh, my season. Dude, we're, at this you know, point, man. In the process of possibly firing the coach, nothing has gone right, and you still beat TCU. That'd be hilarious. Both of these fan bases. That's, I mean, that's what, that's what TCU felt like two years ago, by the way. We're so apathetic over this, both fan bases right now, that it has become a beautiful marriage of we all agree on one thing this week. And it's how terrible this is. It's it's bad. And to be fair, this is what a lot of this rivalry has been like before the kind of resurgence in the 2000s with the Gary Patterson and then obviously the Art Bryles and the hatred and the yep. getting in the same conference. Um, this is this is I think what can make this rivalry really fun outside of what we've had the last ten years of that. Like it or not, both these schools are very similar. Both the, the, the students that go to these schools, very similar. The fan base around these schools, very similar. If we can both rally behind this, you know, share a tailgate beer and say, this has been bad, 
Let's not make it badder. That's all we need. That's all we need from this game. Badder. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and I know we've, we've pushed the conversation here because I, I'm just still so enamored and baffled by it's the pomp and circumstance. It's yes, the shoving it on. We didn't like need, the hey, we're leaning into this. And again, the great it's it felt like I was in the middle of an office episode in that press conference today. Press conference is a loose term. They have drug Dave Aranda and Sonny Dykes into this Zoom meeting. And made them turn their cameras on. And you're supposed to be there with both the ADs of the school. And the the <laughs> first thing the TCU kid says is, sadly, Director of Athletics Jeremiah Donati will not be able to join us today. He had better things to Right, for reasons that he cannot control. Um, I thought that was was just so genius. By the way, we haven't heard from Tony yet today. 254-662-1660. Are we hear from Tony now? We're going to hear from Tony. I'd start to get worried if he he doesn't. Yeah, or Steven. We've gotten some regular callers now. We're the the caller-driven show of ESPN Central Texas. Is it Tony? I landed landed the plane (laughs) here. Dude, Tony. That that does not help our case of the fans who think Tony is is not a real person, that it's just Aaron in the background. That doesn't help our case. It that does, that's all I'm saying. Tony, brother, I was watching back yesterday on the old up-tempo episodes because, I, I don't know, I got bored and was like, was it good? I wonder if it has any staying power. And guess what? I drop on an episode where we both, J.D. and I, thank Tony for the phone call. Did a little voice, you know, comparison. He was Same Anthony guy. back then. Tony, you've been here since the beginning, my man. I had no I idea. I'm sorry I missed you on that. No, it's it's fine. I was funny. I was going to say something, but we always get sidetracked and everything else goes on. But yeah, the first time that we spoke was about the Baylor championship game, uh, probably around April 7th or 8th, one of those mornings yep. when I was looking for Baylor stuff and you popped up and I was like, oh, okay. And yeah, and then and then I found you on some little look live streams about a year and a half ago, two years ago, trying to find out how to watch China spring games without actually going to the game because I'm kind of lazy like that. Um you and me yeah, both. So I would much rather I, stay home and watch those games on TV. Well, you you do a great job, and it's it's so funny you you said all this because I was actually going to make a joke, and this is super esoteric, and I apologize to all the people who don't care about this or trying to spring or or, or anything else. Yeah. But what does Carthage not do well? Um, beat China Spring. That's what it is. Well, they don't punt very well. They're, they're, they, once again, this is esoteric. It's two years ago, and I apologize, That's, Cameron. You weren't. I mean, that was true. Yet. That was true. Wait, I watched the game. You were super excited. You were like, "Oh my god, they don't they don't punt very well." That's right. And you were going bonkers, beaten. I don't say beaten, but you you were definitely all up in uh, Noah's chest. With Noah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't punt very well, and I just I don't know why I remember that. But watching you freak out about how, oh, my God, they don't punt very well. I think Tony landed, the, Tony landed at home here. Carthage had punted the ball 16 times, I think, coming into that playoff game, <laughs> round three. And the, my whole pregame is the one thing I've ever gotten right in my life in sports. was like, just as long as they have to punt the ball, they're not very good at that. And it may have been their first punt of the game. And it was so crucial. They were back up at their own, inside their own 20 and punted it maybe 15 yards. <laughs> and I, oh, it was the funniest thing because that sealed the game effectively for China Spring. Lined up for a field goal, put it away with Thomas Barr. And obviously, you know, rest is history. You win two state championships. Tony nailed it. What does Carthage not do? They don't beat punt China Spring. Oh. Or beat China Spring. Tony, my man, blue bonnet battle. What do we do with this? How do we throw it away? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, y'all have been such paragons today of of positivity. Like, I don't want to call and I, I didn't want to really call and ran on the parade. But can we just ignore it? I mean, I know it's easy to ignore. This Will it year, go away? Like, yeah, I hope so. I hope that's right. 
my biggest fear is they're going to release NCAA 24 eventually, or whatever they're calling it, College Bowl 24, mm. eventually when EA gets around to it. Oh. And then it's going to be in that video game, yeah. and oh. it, that's going to be there for yeah. perpetuity now. Forever. Uh, which the old ones did used to call it the Holy War, by the way. They did. I, I actually sent that text message earlier mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And I was like, can't we just call it something like better? They're going to make bad. this canon. That's bad. They're going to make that's, this that's canon. A good point. Uh, I am of the mind that this is solely on TCU. I, everything I've seen has been just TCU. Yes, and all the TCU people are starting to get to Twitter now saying, this has to be Baylor. Right. They're the lame ones that would do this. They had to have designed this trophy. They've had to thought of this name. But like you said earlier in the show, we've heard from some people yeah. within an apartment. This, this is a TCU train. 100%. Like, they are driving this. Because and everything the response I'm, for Baylor has been perfect. We've been told about head coaches at Baylor and other staffers that today have been apathetic. Even Dave Aranda kind of gave I mean, this is a, this isn't a secret. Nikki Collin came into her press conference today and said, "Huh, how about that blue bonnet battle, huh?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, Tony, are you ever going to call it this? Uh, over my dead body. Yes, <laughs> bingo. It reminds me of Dre's comment last week. Wouldn't dare. Wouldn't dare. Wouldn't dare. You gonna watch this weekend? Dre, you gonna watch Baylor, dare. Kansas State? <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Couldn't do that to myself. Not a chance. Uh, Tony, uh, before we get you out of here, Bear Games question of the day, Reindeer's Games question of the day, give me, uh, give me your name. What would you call it? It can be rivalry. What would you call TCU Baylor? I, I, I said, I, I said to the Texas Journal, I don't know how PC it, it is, but you already mentioned it. I would like for it to just be called the Holy War because that was the first time I ever saw it, like put under, I guess, page yeah. when it was Love like, it. part of the NCAA football game Perfect. years ago. Yes, that's the what crusade. it was. I know that's not It was not the NCAA football anymore. game yeah. called the Holy yep. War. I forgot. Yeah. Hanan versus Baylor was the Battle of the Brazos. Battle of the Brazos. Those were great names. Yeah, Battle of the Brazos is good, too. I, there are yeah. multiple schools on the Brazos. Um, wow. What is, uh, is BYU, BYU-Utah I think War. that's unofficially the Holy War as well, which also makes great sense. Mm-hmm. And they can have it. They can have it. It's fine because sure. revivalry is good. I just, uh, Tony, man, you've been here since the very beginning with Up Tempo. Uh, you've seen, I'm sorry you keep running into me. Guy just wanted to watch China Springs. Here he is again. Gosh, dang <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, man. Good, always good to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Tony. All right. Finally, in the next segment, we're going to talk a lot of Cowboys at we 140 do have to talk about the Cowboys. and tomorrow. But in the next segment, I've got to get, I, I need to know from you, the listener, caller driven, text driven show. Do you fire Dave Aranda? Do you give him another year? What do you do? 254-662-1660. The CMC Auto Group phone line, the CMC Collision text line, 254-662-1660. Or on YouTube. Is it time to move on from Dave Aranda? This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott in the gum. Here comes Lamb in motion. Only heard here. Goes in the left flat. Ferguson wide open at the three. And bangs his way in for the Cowboys touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. Live from Bank of America Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Panthers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, fresh, 
hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. What I was told was bone on bone. I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetics non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given. And she's like, oh, Mom, this is for you. I've heard great things about this. She's like, you need to try it before ever doing surgery. Julie started the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments right in the office using her own healing properties to help restore her damaged tissue. I know my daughter was right. Yeah, It's nice when you've got that um, person you can go to who might have a little bit more information, especially on the science of it. QC Kinetics, it's life-changing. Find out if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. T-Weezy on the track, T-Weezy on the track. Baby boy, the prince. Three time, old cash, my rope. Extreme entertainment. Oh, yeah. This is the way I live. Little boy still pushing big wheels. I stack my money, lay low, and chill. Don't need to work hard, that's the way I feel. I feel like this is the way I live. The Drake Toll Show. Happy Monday, everybody. I'm, I'm convinced that Monday's not the worst day of the week. I just don't think it is. I think Tuesday is. And if you don't think, if you don't think The Way I Live by Baby Boy to Prince is one of the best songs ever written. So great. You've just never heard it. You've just, I always say that about hockey. If you, don't, if you hate 
hockey, you've never watched it. You might not be a huge hockey fan, but if you hate it, you just haven't given it a shot. If you have, if you vehemently hate hockey, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Then you I'd say a, the same about lacrosse. If we could take you to a match, a, a hockey nice. match, and sit you, you know, ringside, match. hockey well, it tournament. Is, it is, I think, the best one to go and see in person. Yeah. Anyway, that's but that's how I feel about the way I live by Baby Boy Depressed. The original and... By the way, somebody's having a really bad day today. Somebody in Baylor student government bad day. is calling their parents. Bad like, day? It's a sad day. They don't like it. They All this effort the that parents, I put in. The parents cannot believe it, by the way. All this effort what? I put in, they don't like it. Nobody likes it. I think it's great. And what makes things... I, again, I could write an 80-page... The, dad, the dad's like, I don't think it's great. 80-page <laughs> thesis for four months. And at the end of the day, if the thesis is bad, it's still bad. Doesn't matter my effort. Some things are just bad. Today. They put a lot of work in the Oakland Coliseum. Oh, it's so bad. It's bad. bad. <laughs> guys, guys, bear with I know we're leaning a lot on social media. And maybe what's wild is if you go back 20 years. If this would have happened 20 years ago, there would have been phone calls to the radio station, phone calls to Baylor. But you couldn't just tweet out, this sucks. Yes. Again, bullying wasn't near as efficient back then. Right. Bullying and was prob- much tougher. And there's probably not as much group think. Correct. Correct. Which could happen here? Be happening here? Sure. I mean, it just kind of does. And um, it happened to you. If you go, you didn't like it. You didn't mind it last week. I just I didn't care. Now they're pushing it. Now they're pushing it. I didn't care. Pushing like, me as long. Yeah. Hey, look. And I and I think I said this earlier. I don't know if it was off air or not. But like, mm-hmm. if this was the name in 1950, and we've lived with it ever since. Right. It's tradition. It's fine. History, yes. It's tradition. Yeah. And like I say, you have guys with blue bonnets in their mouths on the sideline when they know the wind's sealed up and all that. And yep. But that's not it. And guess what? It's going to be real tough to find a blue bonnet in November. It's going to be really tough. It's going to be real tough to find a blue bonnet. Um, and again, I with with something like this, last week I didn't care. Man, I'm good. Yo, it's, that's what you do in your household. That's how you live your life. Last houses. But as for me and mine, as long as you're not forcing it on me, I don't care. I do still call them the Lady Bears, which is a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. People from the athletic department have told me to stop doing that. That is a problem. Um, on Instagram, BU StuGov has posted a picture of the trophy, and oh, here's no. what happened. Not, they didn't even hide it. They told all their friends to please comment. They sent oh, it out no. to all the their... The student f- government people? The student government oh, sent no. it <laughs> to all their friends and said, hey, guys, uh, we just posted this. Can you please comment something positive? So the comment, the canned comments no. on this student government blue bonnet battle posts are, this is awesome. Let's go. Slay, Stugov. No, no, no. Aaron does say that a lot when and we when we finish a segment. Aaron does say that a lot. Slay, guys. Let's go. You're serving C. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. No, no. You are my queen. So no, proud of you. No. Those are the comments on the I'm student I'm glad government. friends are supporting friends. Friends are supporting friends. It's very especially, obvious. Especially in the wake of Matthew Perry's death. We need friends more than ever. It's also very <laughs> obvious someone sent this. In the Baylor student government group yeah. chat, and the TCU yeah. folks did not get around to doing that because yeah. their comments are much more realistic. Um, I am um, oh. oh. again not coming from Baylor, Baylor student government. Oh, wow! And imagine their feelings too of like, man, is Baylor? Can Baylor just back us up on this a little bit? Correct. Can and they, Baylor like, throw us a retweet or something. Baylor is radio no, silent. No, Baylor They're wants like, we nothing cannot. to do with this. Which, as you know, again means there's a directive within because it's a whole department. The university social media is a a whole butt department, and there's has to be a directive out there of like, guys, 
that student government's thing, we're not stepping on it today. That's how they're saying it, but it's like, we're not retweeting it. We're not putting out our own. This is them. We're going to let this ship go down with them, with these 21-year-old kids. It's so great. The ship sank before it was built. It's fantastic, man. Um, when they accidentally, that's the funny part, too, is they clearly accidentally put that logo out last week when we first saw it because they were going to wait for this whole unveiling, and they didn't. They messed that up, too. Uh, it's only and getting they're worse. they're like, okay, we'll unveil the trophy on Monday. They're going to love it. When they see this trophy, they're going to love it. We're just give it a time. And now the, the, they're, they're in a student oh, government, an emergency so great, student man. government meeting right now going, hey, guys. I don't think this is good. Yeah, just, <laughs> I don't think they like it. Everybody wait a couple of days. Everybody just wait a couple of days. And, you know, uh, I was driving over here. I was listening to Sports Talk Radio. I don't think they like it. I know this is going to surprise you guys. It's not going over that well. I don't think you and Yet. I are going to be invited to any student government events. By the way, I was class president at Baylor University three years. I could tell from your laptop sticker. This time last year, I was in Baylor, Baylor student government. Baylor. The Baylor Bears. Do you fire Dave Aranda? Yeah. Really? Hard hard yes. Yeah. And, and I was going to do it anyway, but we had teased this. You are now firmly third- at best, right now, in the college coaches' pecking order. Yeah. because be- Only because Mississippi State is a tough place to win in that conference. But it is the SEC. Yes. But once Arkansas fires Pittman, now you're fourth. And if A&M is able to pull off a coup uh, like they did for Jimbo Fisher, you're back to third, but there's another big opening that's there. I don't know who that is. I don't think Brian Kelly is that much of an a-hole that he's going to drop that early, but he's done it before. Lincoln Riley, something like that. There Where does A&M go, by the way? I mean, Elko is the is the, the slam dunk, You've right? heard the Dan Lanning. You've heard Dan Lanning. Yeah, so that that's what I'm trying to think of. of who, If it's another Jimbo-type hire, who could that be? Yeah. Dan Lanning. Um, who is it outside of that? It's not going to be Ryan Day. No, even and though there's there's Day? some pressure on him from the fans, I don't think that's coming internally. Um, one you, name that that I think is an outside long shot, Jim Harbaugh, for Texas A and M. Yeah, no, I don't think he'd leave the Midwest. I don't think he would, only because I think he'll get an NFL job. Okay, I really do. Okay, and probably deserves one. You and I sat down A and M, but that could be a and M, Florida, Miami, Mississippi State, uh, Cal, Indiana. Michigan State will be open. You think Florida's going to be open? There's a chance. There's a real chance, man. They I think keep it's losing next too. year. I think it's next year. But the question the becomes, let's get, let's get to a couple of these texts. My hot take is no, says one texter on the CNC Collision text line. I would not fire Aranda after this season. Shaping is good. Young players like Caden Jenkins are great. If we can revamp the OL and recruit some wide receivers over who we have now, we might have salvageable team. Is that any different? Is that... Any different from what you would have said last year? Also need a massive commitment. No, no, no. Is that any different from what you would have said last year? Well, uh, Blake Shapin showed some flashes. the rest of the text. The offensive line was gone, and the wide receivers needed revamping. This is exactly what we said last year. Well, also, I'll let you finish the text. Also need massive commitment to NIL by both Aranda and the entire administration. If we can, uh, Aranda needs to rethink NIL fast. Even if we keep him, need to rethink it. So now I want to go full text and then pose the same question you had. We had this conversation last year. We had the conversation the year before. All these things are correct. The issue then, so the texture is right. It's on the money. The issue is, 
we already asked these things last offseason. Why is yeah. it different now? That's what I'm saying. This is exactly what we are saying last year. And the NIL thing, it, it clearly seems to be a disconnect for, from what the athletic department is putting out versus what we as fans are believing, right? Because we've heard Mac Rhodes this whole year saying, you know, whatever, we're second in giving yeah. in, in the entire conference, and you, you might not see it yet. You might see it next year, especially in the on-field product, which could well be true, and mm-hmm. we've sided with him on that. That, that could be true. Um, but you think that narrative is going to change? You think you think they're going to say, "Yeah, we are going to start focusing on NIL right now" because they are they're already saying that. Yeah, and and that on the field stuff—that's exactly what we had last year. You knew both lines were were graduating. You knew you were going to need to revamp at receiver. You weren't bringing back anything basically beside Baldwin. Um, Josh Cameron did get some looks at the end of the year last year, but he was not part of the plan early in the season. And you knew shape and had potential. The only difference this year is we're talking about shaping in better circles than we were last year. But that's the same thing, Drake, and they regressed. They got worse. Another text here. I think it would be insane for Baylor to consider firing Coach Aranda already. Undeniably, we're having a rough My year. My husband coached. Oh. But we have to put Baylor's program in historical perspective. Oh, She's wanted him fired on, for years. Come on. She's wanted him fired for years. Yeah, I know. Patty, that is. Under, I know where this is going. Under, Cut the crap with this. Under Coach Aranda, we've had our best season ever. Third Big 12 championship, oh. first since Bryles. These are program history level achievements, and to fire him two years later seems reactionary. He earned at least another season to write the ship. We gotta be better than that! I don't want it to be like it was There's in the 70s. There's a large consensus. There's a the large 90s. consensus. I get where they're coming from, and we have, we have prefaced everything that we've talked about with Aranda by saying... Can't deny what he gave to the program. Right. Gave us our best season ever, two outstanding days as Baylor fans, and something that we can hang in the, the Raptors forever. The two greatest moments in Baylor history have been under, under Dave Aranda. The two best Baylor football moments of my time watching. Maybe ever. Absolutely. And two of the best three athletics behind the men's basketball national championship. Sorry, Kim Mulkey. Yeah, sorry. But, like, that, that in and of itself would be regressing just having that Doggone mindset of, hey, well, we, we sucked in the 90s. This is what comes from Baylor. And in the 90s, you could say that, but not anymore. And look, they're not going to be national championship contenders every year. No, that's the expectation. Ever, by the way. That's the expectation Ever. at AM, and Ever. they're not going to live up to that either. But with the resources this university has, and this athletic department has, and the success we've seen in the last 10 years, there is no excuse. To not be a bowl team every year. There's no excuse. And there is no excuse to be in year four of a head coach and look at losing season number three and being re- and having regressed so far from two years. I'm not buying that. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And if you want to say, hey, Baylor as a program, this is my idea, is they should be a winning team, okay, especially in this conference, with the resources they have. They should be able to recruit well in the state of Texas and yeah. develop players and send guys to the NFL, which has also regressed the last two years, especially in terms of producing products. And three, every every class at Baylor should have one year when they're at Baylor where they should be competing for the conference championship and maybe winning the conference championship. With the way the Big 12 is set up now, that's what it should be. That's not what it is now. Now they've had the one cycle of this senior class, had that one 
conference championship and yeah. that Sugar Bowl. But then they've had three losing seasons in the other three. I'm not dealing with that anymore. And that is such a loser mentality. Again, there's a fine line. Baylor's not the expectations that Texas has, that te- Texas A&M, that Oklahoma has, even that Arkansas has. But it's got to be better than that crap. It has to be. It has to be. You can't have three losing seasons in four years and think, yeah, that's Baylor. This is not 1997. It's not 2003. It's not even 2008. I'm done with that crap. I'm done with that loser mentality. Anyway, next one. You can decide. Like, come on, man. You can decide here to become a high school. Yeah. The you way can, that, you can the be way the old Baylor, and you'll have a great niche fan base, and everyone will love you. You, the way that high school, a lot of high schools operate, you you could be a high school, or let's just call it like it is. You could be a women's basketball, a softball, a tennis, mm-hmm. a cross country. How how good is Baylor cross country? I don't know. In once in a generation, you'll have someone great at the Olympics, and it'll be awesome. Um, and should <laughs> Baylor should Baylor fire its cross country coach? I don't know why. I don't care if they win, great. If they don't, okay, it doesn't affect me. It has no bearing on the university at all. And and that is how a lot of high schools operate. We we just we had a game. You and I covered uh, Kearns and Marlin last week. Marlin's head coach, Kearns that is, Kearns head coach, had been at Rusk for eight years. Had like 40 wins in his tenure there. That, didn't, that was fine. They were like, okay, yeah. sweet. Good. All right. That'll do it for us. You know? China Spring won a playoff basketball game last year. Yeah. Football and baseball won the state championships, and that was, that's what matters in this state. Right. But it's like... Heck yeah, that's a bonus. Yeah, great. Volleyball team's good. Hey, look, that's and, awesome. And the coach is a great community leader. The coach was a great person. Yes, yeah. There are so many high schools that are, our volleyball team's been under 500 in the last four years, but it's we have a great person who's a great teacher, who's a great yep, community you leader. You and I have both seen that at small towns as well. Who's a great coach who just doesn't have the horses in the stable. And that's great. And it's exactly what Baylor is right now. And if you hold if, on, if to that's the, if, the mentality that they want, that texture, and it is, then that's what it's going to be. But it's, but it's what Baylor is going to do with Dave Aranda. There's no longer a commitment to athletic excellence. There's no longer a commitment to athletic excellence if you hold on for another year. That's, that's you, and, and, you, and that's and, and so disheartening. Right, it truly but that's, is. That's From objective. what we've seen, what this program can be. That's objective at this point. That if you if you oh. want to be athletically excellent, this is so far below the standard that you cannot continue to do it. And by the way, back to the point of the expectations need to be curbed, right? I'm not saying they need to be a playoff contender. But by the way, by God, if they just were seven an and FYI, five, we're just, fine. But just an FYI, 10 years ago, they were a playoff contender two years in a row. And barring crazy quarterback injuries three years in a row, okay? You're not getting Art Briles back. And you might not even get a guy like that. That might have been striking while the iron was hot there. Yeah. It might be a long time before you get something like that. But like you say, there's no reason they shouldn't have a winning record. There's no reason. There's no excuse for that, especially in a year when you have eight home games. Cut the crap. Then we're going back to the, hey, we're going to bust students out five miles into the middle of town, leave two extra tickets on our, on our, on our windshield, and have four when we come back. And have... 60% of the stadium be maroon or burnt orange or red and black. That's that's what that texture wants. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Um this it's pretty unserious. It's so unserious, man. It's and there's unserious. also a fine line to walk there. And I said it on Locked On Baylor today. AM's a serious program. They cut ties right away. 76 million. But Baylor's is different, 12 million. I don't know if they can afford it either, but if you want to commit to what you have built 
in this athletic department, both literally (laughs) and like physically and in terms of a reputation as a brand, I'm not saying the only cookie-cutter answer, the only thing that you need to do is fire Dave Miranda, but you need to start acting like a serious athletic department if that's the case. The Dallas Cowboys won a game on Sunday. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear football is on the road again this week for a key matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs in Fort Worth. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. Join Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for all the action of the revelry between Baylor and TCU this Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. Where's your pain? Is in your knees, hips, your back. Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now. So you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. 4100. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services, they take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. 
Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It is such a bad song. <laughs> it's not objectively it's, not good. Marketing wise, though, the fact that it includes the word Monday is the only reason there's any staying power to this song. People hear it and they're like, "Oh, you know, got to play it because it's Monday." Ugh. Dude, speaking of staying power, that's such a good like throw up my mouth phenomenon in music. Staying Make power? me think of CCR. Remember last week when we listened to CCR and I broke the news to you that they never had a number one single? Yeah, which is just wild because like all of all of their hits have staying power. All yeah. of them. Every single one of them. Like, just casual, not 60s music fans will be like, oh, yeah, I know that song, that back door, or uh, come on, the rising wind. And now the commercial has the Bad Moon Rising, which I think is my favorite CCR song. It's stuck in your head. It's yeah. just wild. Yeah. That, like, think of how many crap songs hit number one just in your lifetime, let alone the 60s. Um, anyway. Cowboys won. Any closing thoughts? Cowboys did win. I, I, I do kind of have to put my hand up a little bit. I know the, the press box talked a lot about that. Matt Mosley will as well. C.D. Lamb said something afterwards saying he's the number one receiver in the league. I don't think he's that, but I was wrong. Whatever. Three or four weeks ago, I, don't care. I was wrong. He's had like 100 yards plus every yeah. game. He's done it every which way. He is an elite wide receiver. Um, you know and worth a first-round pick. Let's end the show the way we started it. So, and I know we keep going back to social media, but it has made... It's great. It's, it's too fun. It has made... This whole deal, it has made bullying more accessible. Yeah. And in this scenario, there are real people involved, um, which is sad. Someone will laugh about this someday. Someone's mother is having to console them right now because they didn't, their school project. I think it's pretty good. Was not well received. What do you mean? Honey, don't listen to them. You put so much time and effort into it. And meanwhile, Um, the husband's like, yeah, (laughs) kind of stupid. Some of the great comments on. So at this point, Baylor has still not endorsed this. Baylor has not posted about it. And it doesn't look like that will that will happen that within the duration of this will not change show. Because TCU has posted about it this morning. They did a whole hype video that said it's the 
Blue that looks like bold. the AP poll, just still images. <laughs> it has 14 retweets, 110 quote no. tweets. No. <laughs> which, all positive, I'm guessing. Which is usually a sign of things are not good. Um, some of the best comments on this. So right now, TCU is getting all the flack because Baylor simply won't post about the new name. Baylor's like, I, my hands are clean. Not doing it. My hands are Just clean. Just not doing it. Um, this comment, what the expletive is a blue bonnet? <laughs> this one, this commenter, this absolutely deserves all the hate it's generating. Just start it over from scratch. Blow um, it up, start it over again. I know you're not a Christian school now, which is true. Yes. I know you're not a Christian TCU school stands now. for TCU. At TCU, but it really should be revivalry. Give the people what they want. That's very true. That's very true. Um, uh-huh. Baylor. All right, we need a new trophy. Sarah, the freshman from Collins. How about the blue bonnet battle? My fiance can make the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's fantastic. The trophy is a that is glowing display of paper mache. I will say. Oh, dude, they showed the they showed the studio. This it's is made in so great. Oh no, current student government. This is a TCU fan. Current student government president needs to be impeached. <laughs> this is awful. Needs to be brought before Congress. Oh, man, we ain't calling it that. <laughs> Nothing more needs to be said than that. This is a great ratio. Hey, bud, it's the revivalry. Good try, though. And it's got more likes than the actual Dude, post and, itself. And, and you said it early in the show, everyone is unified on this. Yep. Even the Baylor homers of homers. Even Baylor coaches? Even ba- like, Sikkim three sixty five guys, Dave Aranda, <laughs> who have all the exclusive, they're not even saying this. They're like, this sucks. Aranda giggling at it at the press conference. Nikki Collin walking into her press conference. Roder, going, so. who, Roder, who very rarely deals with vibes, only in product on the field, is right. like, this sucks. Grayson He's doing Grundaper, memes about it. Like, Grundaper yeah. saying, I'm not calling it that. I'm not calling it's it that. Great. He was in the Zoom, too. I saw his name because I remember uh, looking at the Twitter. And I was like, he's yeah. probably in the Zoom. And I look at he's in the Zoom. He's like tweeting it from the Zoom. This sucks. Oh, oh brother. The, um, what's the, what's the, uh, oh, the, it's the movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Not Stop a Christmas trying movie. to make Blue Bonnet Battle happen. Don't. There it is. And none for TCU. That's so good. Well, there it is. The dumbest thing I've read all day. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter, which is surprising. Oh, that, I mean, every single one. And maybe the most, so that's that's the most embarrassing thing. TCU's posted it. Baylor has not. However, Baylor student government did post about it. And all the comments are only from student government kids that are all like, woohoo. This you guys is worked great. so hard on this. Uh, slay. Um, yeah. Plus one. They have, they have definitely swung and miss on. How long do you think this will last? Nikki Collin opened her press conference today and said, "Doesn't sound real tough." Oh, Dave Aranda saying it doesn't match football. There are no blue bonnets in the fall. There is nothing, nothing here. Genuinely, how th- how long do you think this lasts? Um, uh, how long do I think it lasts? Yeah, I think I think this could be a PR nightmare that. That means they, like, rename it next year. I'm going to say, I, I just think it's going to be so funny that it's, they won't do that. They won't fall to the peer pressure, not early at least. They will wait three years, and then somebody will m- lose the trophy. And I do, I, can I say this? I do kind of feel bad for the artist who made the trophy. Because, like, what, what did he have to work with? Uh, let me tell you this. They probably gave him $20,000. Sure, sure. Because these trophies aren't sure. cheap. But, like, from a creative standpoint, it 
It's there's nothing much to it. No, you can't it's put a blue a bar tro- on top. It's just of it. a trophy, right? What what do you give this guy to work with? Yep, yep. So in conclusion, he probably looked up the Baylor Texas Tech trophy. He was like, ah, well, we already did the football, so let's just make a trophy. Trophy. <sighs> Ten twelve podcast. That Network. that and the and the Texas State football championship trophy, which objectively sucks. Um, and it's just like, yeah, trophy, trophy. Ten twelve. <laughs> 10-12 says, the trophy's worse than the name. And someone comments, was the budget for the trophy $6? We are being really mean to some people that put in tough work, hard work. It was just bad work. That's I did, the problem. I did make a Stanley Cup once from home for knee hockey when I was like 11. You could give it to Baylor as a trophy. It was like a mini trash can, um, a souvenir popcorn bowl from a Patriots game, a cup, and a bowl with just miles of tin foil around it. So much cooler. Had you, and a ton of scotch Had you tape. put Blue Bonnet Battle on it, you'd be right on the money. Yeah. Right on the money. Right it would give you $20,000 to do it. Yeah. So that's how our student governments are spending their time and money. Usually, you don't pay attention to a school, a school student government. You just say, oh, yeah, that exists. Whatever. And go about your I day. I mean, at it, none at all in It college, never encroaches on you. I, again, I was in student government three years, class president three years, and I would have, I would have vetoed this. I didn't get a veto. I would have found a way, but guys, this is the stupidest thing we've ever tried to do. And you would have been a martyr. I would have fallen. They would would have have impeached you, but you would have been a martyr. I would have. Wouldn't be the first time I've been impeached. (laughs) I would have fallen on that sword. More on that tomorrow. Tell me the more on. Tell us about the impeachment. I've been impeached before, ish, to an extent. You and it's it's these Arkansas guys who get into politics. Not good. You and Slick Willie, man. Tom Cotton impeached. There's there's good ones out there. Did what's her name get impeached? Lectern Gate. No, she's still good. But the Lectern Gate is still there. Yeah. Wow. Well, you we're know, not going to compare her and Sam Pittman in terms of physical features. His are. <laughs> I mean, he's got you. There, I got to think they're more impressive. At he's least. got him there. <laughs> he's got him there. Um, tomorrow's show, I'm sure we'll bring it up, but today we just really needed to hammer home the hottest I topic in America. To. Just had to. And it's that everyone and their mother and every single thing that has ever been sentient does not like the new name, and that Haley Cavender is also at TCU now. Go for Ogs. So they both won and lost today. Baylor is only lost. Big for Cyclone. Baylor does, Baylor does a really good job of just having three months where everything's a nightmare. Yeah. Every, it was this NIL deal. It was like kind of this time last year around the uh, when NIL was crashing and um, that you lost that bowl game. There was a good three-month stretch where Baylor was just – you couldn't get it out of its own way. The Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears. Bum, bum, bum. This Saturday. What does he say? What's the word he uses? Revelry? Revelry. Yes, I the didn't Baylor even bring that Bears up. And it's TCU a revelry, which is technically true. Revelry is like pomp and circumstance. But I, it's just funny that we're toe-tapping around revivalry still, and then we get revelry. Yeah. Uh, John Morris is up next. Matt Mosley follows him. The press box will be tomorrow morning. Cam and I will be back as long as my pneumonia holds off. This has been and always will be. Thanks for making it your lunchtime. Listen, every single day, the Drake Toll Show. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN.